Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. Chop a line now. Happy New Year. It's quoting Frosty the Snowman to kick things off. Episode 76. First time that we're coming to y'all in 2024. Cheers to that, Doc. 2024. Great to see everyone. Sweet river beans. Hope everyone had a really restful, safe, fun holiday. A lot of action going around that we saw on the social medias. Hope everyone enjoyed themselves. We know us football fans, it was a big, big weekend. Yeah, a lot of going on. We'll kick it off with college football. It's the first time that they've actually been more relevant timing-wise than the NFL for one of our shows. We had the semifinals of the college football playoff starting things off with Michigan and Alabama. It's a pretty boring first three quarters. Yeah. Not a lot of action. Strong defense. Uh, Michigan played great defense. Yeah, I mean, they're probably the best. They've been the best defense in the nation all year, pretty much, right? Or certainly. Way up there, at least. Yeah, like, uh, but I know a a lot of people are on that, uh, we're on that mode of you never bet against Nick Saban or the Crimson Tide. Guilty. Usually a, a, a pretty good way to go about things, but, you know, Michigan's. Very good, and they asserted themselves, like you said, defensively and whatnot. But it was a good game, uh, and you know, close all the way through. That overtime was really exciting. Yeah, had some overtime. It got a little spicy there at the end with that botched what kick or punt, kickoff or punt, like the extra. Uh, yeah, which I thought in real time was a safety, uh, and I guess it, he his shin or knee came down like just prior to getting into the end zone, but that could have spelled the end of things and given you that Alabama birth into the national championship. That would have been such a crazy way to end it. It went to overtime. Jalen Milrow got stuffed at the four. I don't know why they're running it on the yeah. line. Like, I know that he's he's not a great quarterback. Sure. Like, in the you know, his legs are his strength, but so not, not what you like to see. Also, not really a J.J. McCarthy guy either. I don't get the hype behind him at all. They're saying he might be a first rounder. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I, no, yeah. not my first rounder. But then moving to the night game, Washington versus Texas started way later than we preferred. If yeah, I yeah, like to. A, a nine o'clock or a little after nine kick, and I that's get, pretty late. I only made it to halftime on that one. Uh, um, missed a good finale. Yeah, for what it's worth, Michael Penix was was awesome. He's yeah. Rising up draft boards quickly. Yeah, I mean, and where do you put him in that stature? We love to do our draft grades and whatnot. Yeah, so I, I will admittedly say... Lefty. I'm, He's a lefty. Which is weird. Yeah. Which is weird. You don't see that. You got two, obviously. I think um, I think Aiden O'Connell might be a lefty, too. There's one other one other guy who's been uh, recently playing. But outside of that, rarely seen... Uh, I think Caleb Williams is pretty much the consensus number one. Drake May is seemingly number two, but there are some teams, including I've read the Raiders, that are so in on Penix that they have him at QB two oh, in the wow. draft. So it's gonna it's gonna depend. He's twenty four right now, which is two years older than CJ Stroud. And what is Stroud. the draft order as of now? Like Bears, Panthers, Raiders, or something. So the Bears have the Panthers number one picks. They are, and that is locked up at number one. The Bears one. have the yeah. So and then I believe, it, and they have to decide. 
what their move is with Justin Fields. Huge decision ahead, and he played well this week, which we'll get to in a bit. But I believe then it goes Cardinals, uh, Commanders, Patriots. So interesting stuff. Yeah, some teams that haven't been up there. need quarterbacks, but then there's going to be like your Russell Wilsons floating around and whatnot. It's going to be a it's going to be a fun offseason. I'm excited for it. But Texas, they were down 13. They claw back in. Matthew McConaughey was on the sidelines. Love to see it. He was, he's like, you know. <laughs> and then the pseudo coach just slapping ass and fucking getting in people's face masks, just giving them the what have you. Just a global ambassador. Yeah. But it was a weird play late that gave the Huskies a lot, or the Longhorns a lot of hope. The Washington running back, whose name I'm dropping, he got hurt with under a minute left, and mm. it stopped the clock when Texas had no timeouts, yeah. giving them an extra 40 seconds with which they almost made them pay, but a fourth down stop at the 13-yard line as time expired sends the Huskies to the championship the game. Huskies. Yeah, and I mean, when you're thinking about if you're thinking about this as like a TV executive or even, I guess, the NCAA, as it were, you were kind of probably hoping for an Alabama-Texas championship. And now you're getting, yeah, you're getting Michigan-Washington. But, you know, probably, I mean, I think it's going to be a great game. And, I and do you too. never know what's going to ha- happen. I mean, like you said, Penix, Penix Jr., which is such a NASCAR name, by the way. 100%. But, um, Secondary career in waiting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's playing out of this world, you know. He was a Heisman. He, he was in the Heisman Finalist, conversation yeah. all year. And like you said, he's just rising up the draft board. But I don't know if – and Washington's been a great team all year as well. But they're probably going to be coming up against the best defense they've ever played. I mean, uh, it should be a, a good national championship. I expect it to be close, and I, I expect some fireworks. Wolverines opening up as five-and-a-half-point favorites for what it's worth. I love the Huskies in this game. I feel like they they were underdogs against Oregon. I think twice they're on a handled them. Yeah, it's it's not the it's not the championship the executives wanted. They wanted anybody but Washington. I bet like yeah. Michigan still got that fan base. So that was they were cool with that. But they got what they got. It's going to be Monday, January the eighth, seven thirty p.m. Really like that start time too. Catered to maybe making up for for starting that Washington-Texas game so late. But moving in to the NFL side of things. Wow. And we'll explain as well why my, uh, why my voice is like this once we get there. But we'll kick it off Thursday. We'll go to Saturday. We'll hit our Ravens, and we'll hit everything else. There are definitely some games that are going to be very quick. That to go through. Oh, sure. And that'll be something we want to sink our teeth into. <clears throat> and we'll start off with Thursday night football. The Browns dismantling the Jets. Yeah. 34 points before the half. If you take away the pick six, Joe Flacco through, it's even less close. Yeah, I mean, they, they ran them into the ground. And, you know, I guess, I mean, the Jets are just that bad. They They... Their quarterback situation is what it is. Pathetic. We don't even know if Rob Salah is a good coach. I'm I'm out on him. Yeah. I, I he and, rode so many talented players in San Francisco, and I was high on him. I thought he was great, and he's done that. Defense is way too good to be giving out 34 points in the first half. And look, and and 
you could probably make an argument. I'm sure there are numbers out there where you could be like, no, they their their defense is all right. They got a lot of talent. Their defense isn't what they were what we were told they were going to be Period. coming out of mini camp, not consistently at least. Yeah, and you know when the when you really need it, they weren't there. But you know. Flacco continues his hot streak. The Browns are looking dangerous in their playoff berth and whatnot. But uh, they're still they they've beat up on bad teams. That helps. The, the jury's still out on when they finally face a good team. Now I do complete team defense and all. I do want to give some credence to this win just because they didn't have Amari Cooper and then they lost Elijah Moore like halfway through the game. So he did this with. With, with with some scratch, yeah, yeah. yeah. David and Joku was running around like Dennis Pitta on bath salts, <laughs> like he was gashing <laughs> or, this or like Brett Urban on smelling salts. No kidding. Oh, he. I think he had six for one hundred thirty-four. Joe loves his tight ends. He's got a good one in Cleveland. They are. You said it in the group chat on Friday morning. Like, that we can't sleep on this team. This might be next to us the most dangerous team in the NFL. Yeah. If the, Joe stays this hot, the most dangerous game, it's yeah. their defense is so good. And if Joe can just give their playmakers chances to shine, right. Which, which we know he can do. Well, and he's on a run, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, we've seen him do this before. And it almost seems like prophecy, which is, you know, added to that is Frank Ryan. At age 89, he was the Cleveland Browns' last championship quarterback in 1964. Kennedy was just assassinated. The Beatles had just landed on these shores. And Frank Ryan was the last quarterback to win a championship for the Cleveland Browns. He passed away New Year's Day at age 89, maybe clearing space for Joe Flacco to complete the mission. It is sculpting itself far too perfectly. As a Ravens fan, I'd be... I'm super confident in us, but this is not one of those like stars aligning things we want to fuck with. <laughs> no, this no. is we've seen this before. The crystal skull. We have seen this before. Lions at Cowboys, though Saturday night, a game with plenty of controversy. If you haven't heard about this one yet, you haven't been watching ESPN. Yeah, we had Brad Allen and company, <sighs> who is going to be doing the Ravens, which makes game, no, yeah, which is fine because it it only matters for one team. So they should be the ones worried. If I was a Steelers fan, I'd be like, fuck. There these are guys are going to fuck this up. There are this. so many other games they could have put on that actually are meaningless instead of this one. They, they've already <clears throat> uh, publicly said they're not letting them play in the postseason or uh, call in the postseason. Right. So it's like, why are you giving them now another meaningful game? Like, I get There you, has to be a completely meaningless game this weekend, there's right? There's a couple. All right. Yeah, stick, I, yeah that's I where don't. you stick them. And and because it's like, what are you gonna like fine refs for making a bad call? You can't do that. It's like, yeah, put them on a game where both teams don't have a chance of making the playoffs. Exactly, and it's easy enough at this point. Because quite frankly, it was egregious in my mind. Yeah, and I and a lot of people want to carry water for the NFL and shit like that, and the 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 fraternity, the brotherhood of referees like Gene Steratore and Dean Blandino being like, oh, well, he really has to look me in the eye and grab me by the arm and tell me. Which he did. This is my first and last name, and here's what I'm doing now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and, and to that point, and I, I, this game was great. I liked it. It was, it was a lot a, more it was defense than expected. Game. Yeah. yeah, the Lions were the better team, and the Lions beat them. They may have had an L on their record, but they won this game. Um, yeah, 68 
goes over Taylor to Decker. the ref, is talking to him. Then 70, who apparently had been reporting all, all game. Either way, he's running on the field. He's not within 5 to 10 yards of the ref and nope. 68 doing this. And by the time he gets there, the ref's already on his way to the Dallas defensive line and linebackers. And he walks up. He goes straight from 68, walks straight to defensive players on Dallas, wipes his own zebra jersey, and presumably tells them, so and so's eligible. Right. And if you got it wrong, that's on you. And you can't assume, oh, 70's been reporting all all game. So I'm just going to go tell them he's reporting. When he and did, I think he wasn't was, even over there to fucking say that. I think that was Campbell's plan. And and if, if the excuse is that the dude has to wipe his uh, chest and come over and tell you, 70 didn't do that. He was just running on the field. So yeah. you either fucked up by saying the wrong number to... Dallas, or or, or call, writing it down in your sheet, whatever. Or you're doing nefarious stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, something's up because it was a way. great play, and they scored and would have won the game. Yeah, I and and if it was a ref mistake too, at that point, be like, we messed up. Yeah, it was a legal play. It sucks. There's still a little bit of time on the clock, and right. all they needed was a field goal. Right, like they have one of yeah, the better like, yeah. one of the better kickers in the league, Brandon Aubrey. But, but it's just yet it's yet another saga in the and it's uh, it's kind of a, a bit of a pandemic in the it's NFL. a poster child or a but poster this season, season of especially bad. yeah I mean the uh, the the the, the Tony lining up in the neutrals I mean there's been a a couple different stories this year of refs just seemingly not being on the ball I don't know what it is but. It's kind of come down to crucial things, and especially that game. I mean, the Lions had already won their division, so I guess it was whatever. But well, they could have inflicted at this point. But, yeah. it, but they could have made the Cowboys lose, which would have changed the landscape of the NFC playoff picture. Uh, either way, still don't believe in the Cowboys. They still got to prove it. And I'm with Dan Campbell, Doc's Lions. He was great at the podium. He was all fucking worked up and had a big lip in and like, like literally tore it out midway through. Like Which was walked awesome. Walked off the podium, came back and was like, we'll see him again. Well, we're going to see them again. And it's like, I hope they do. Uh, it would be yeah. sick if the NFC Championship game was Detroit-Dallas. That would be sick. And it would likely be in Dallas. But like you said, this did have some, <clears throat> some playoff implications. Had Detroit well, won. It wouldn't be in Dallas. I mean, I guess this is... Well, it, that could change this Eagles week. Win, that could change this do week. the Eagles just have to win, or do they have to win and Dallas have to lose? I think. Um, I think and I can't both believe now. the fucking Eagles have shit the bed. Yeah, we'll, so hard. we'll get there. What have they lost four in the last five or something? That, that sounds right. I'm not positive on that. They might be able to. Either win. way, I yeah, I hope it's a Detroit Dallas NFC Championship, and I want Detroit to host. We will see. Had they won that game. And I want the Brad <clears throat> Allen crew. <laughs> Revenge <laughs> game. Yeah, had they won that game, they'd be tied uh, record-wise with San Francisco, and then they wouldn't be able to rest, guys, this week. That'd be a meaningful they'd be game for them. Yeah, for the like, number one seed. This did, which they have now clinched, so this did kind of trickle down the NFC. The Lions have clinched the number one seed in the NFC. No, the Niners. Oh, the Niners but, have, yeah. But yeah, had right, right. If, Lions if, won record-wise. Right, right, yeah, right. so they wouldn't have been able to wow, rest. Wow, yeah. So, crazy. Well, yeah, that and that was a really interesting game and, and quite the fallout the next day. And really the only people I saw giving Brad Allen and that crew coverage 
were people that literally have like NFL paychecks. Oh, yeah. Or like work for like, like ESPN gotta save face. or NFL network that have to they, yeah. But Scott Van Pelt, I mean, I watched the Fallout. It was the SVP like post game sports center and he had I forget who the uh official they have that comes in a retired guy. But Scott Van Pelt was like you could tell he was like what the fuck was that? Yeah, like, like, I kept asking the guy, "Are we sure? Like that doesn't seem right." So at least it was pretty obvious that they got it wrong. No, I would say, before we move to Sunday, <clears throat> C.D. Lamb, excuse me as well, Jesus, uh, Dallas records for receptions and yards on the season. He had 13 for 227. Yeah, he yeah. went crazy. Really earning that 88 jersey. Number. Yeah. Yeah, Michael he looked Irvin for great. Both and what do you say, 237 yards or 227. He was drug tested the very next day. The NFL sent over the urinalysis. That makes sense. Him. Yeah, He's having a phenomenal year. Well, I mean, that's funny, year. but it is, it's like, oh, he's a wide receiver that just had a great game. That's just like, such a weird thing to do. Like his 10th What do they think, he like was that? like on Adderall? Or like, <laughs> can you take like fucking like horse boosters that are only in your system for 24 hours or something? I don't know. Hey, if it, if it exists, these guys got it. Right, Sunday though we'll kick things off Sunday, Sunday. with our Ravens. Yeah, I was there. It's, it's what the a re- game to be at! Historic game. Incredible. It's the reason I can't talk. The Left most it point, all out there. The most points ever put up in M and T Bay. Fifty six by our boys. Wow. It, it was a it was a beatdown. It started back and forth. Well, first off, surrounded by Dolphins fans, was very disappointed. Kind of. Yeah. Now, granted, I'm in the upper section, so sure. that's where they're going to be. Yeah. But a lot of guys up there, not really. Um, they have uh, a fan base, I guess. You know, and Baltimore, regional like, pockets, like, like like Florida, it's East Coasty. Probably could get a cheap flight into Baltimore. Sure, big game, I guess, and it's during a holiday, so it makes sense. But didn't do them any good. Didn't do them any good. No, they, uh, like you said. And they're supposed to be our one of our main competition in the AFC this postseason. And they could not hang. We talked yesterday no. once Tyreek bobbled that ball yeah. on their second drive and they yeah. got a field goal instead of a touchdown. It was like, you just lost the race. Because for the first two drives, like the drive, their, for their opening drive and our drive, it was kind of like, oh, maybe we're in for like a chippy. Like this could be a fucking knockdown drag oh yeah out. they went down in four Hay- minutes almost to start the game out. yeah but yeah once once uh tyreek bobbled that uh which was a a sure touchdown oh yeah he was um, in the end zone yeah then it was kind of floodgates opened and there was no looking back i mean i don't know what the score was at half but by the beginning of the third quarter it was fucking a wash yeah game over I which makes was, you wonder why like the likes of brandon chubb and whatnot were still in or there. bradley like, yeah bradley chubb, my bad yeah fucking joe shad a miami reporter was like oh like such an unclassy franchise the baltimore ravens they're up by 49 to 19 throw a touchdown after bradley chubb gets hurt it's like well the, you, the touchdown what do you not throw it to an open guy yeah like, like yeah, you left him that. he walked into the end zone that's first bullshit. off that's not like kirby smart going 43 to 6 in like the first half of some random bowl game and they won 70 to 20 this year right they yeah, beat exactly. a team by yeah, more yeah, yeah exactly like sorry y'all got your brakes blown off on right. the road in a game that mattered and, and it was pretty easy like you guys had shitty breaks like, you, you, like it didn't it take awful. much beating but, like, I mean, I got a, a, a slew of things to mention about this game. 
Lamar's third game with a perfect passer rating. Incredible. Joining Brady, Manning, and Kurt Warner as the only to have three. And he's done that, what, six years in the league yeah, or so. Yeah, a third of the time. Career totals. He also recorded his third Dawson. A Dawson is in reference to former Chiefs great Len Dawson. He's famed from that picture from like Super Bowl one or so when he's sitting on a folding chair smoking a cigarette with like a seven up in between his legs. Like yep. That's what halftime was in no, 1968. Well. <laughs> um, Different times. But... Lamar recorded his third Dawson, which the definition of a Dawson is having more touchdowns than incompletions, which is kind of a sick stat to have named after you. That's a sick stat. I didn't know (laughs) how to name it. Len Dawson was tight then, but he had his third Dawson. That means more touchdowns than incompletions, and the only other people to have three are Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. So he's in rarefied air as far as having great games, great singular games, but he's also having a great season. Five um, touchdowns on Sunday, and that and and that season isn't just all him; it's the rest of the team. Uh, the, the Ravens had their best offensive efficiency game since 2020, with 13.7 passing yards per dropback and five yards per rush. Insane. They won the last three games by 14 points. The last two games, the offense scored 89 points. With 134 yards and one turnover, while the defense has only allowed 38 points and produced seven sacks and eight turnovers. Mm. The first team against since, great teams, yeah, too. Against great like that teams. we got to, yeah, I mean, like we're not playing it, yeah. like the Titans and the fucking Cardinals. It's the first team since at least 1970 to lead the defense in scoring, takeaways, and sacks. I'm so wow. they're really. Doing fucking great work. It is the best team in the league right now, offense and defense. Yeah, kind of going away. Yeah. That. And I also want to, we brought up that offensive efficiency. I don't know what the Dolphins coaching staff was doing, not trying to move Jalen Ramsey because right. we demolished the right side of the field. Yeah. He, we, you want to hold down the left side? Cool. Like, we're not going to throw within 20 yards of you, bro. Right. Like, we had. Yeah, it's pretty easy. If you're the if you're the lockdown corner, but you can only play on one side of the field, then fine. Yeah. Like, we have three or four other catching, like, receiving players. For once. Yeah, we'll just fucking, all right, bye. Yeah, Xavier Howard went and down early. And who was he supposed to be on? Like, I mean. Exactly, like, we don't have an alpha. On Zay Flowers. Well, Zay Flowers had a career game. His first game with 100 yards what is he three catches for 106 yards and a touchdown or something i think it was 104 but regardless yeah big day yeah yeah it was it was awesome they had all of their big plays to the right bateman's drop on like the first drive obj's catch to redeem it later zay flowers big touchdown was to the right uh it was seemed like bad coaching on my end or maybe jalen's just an asshole like i'm not moving off the left i'm doing my job which fair but at least, you know, give them a different look. Right. Don't just let... I mean, it, it was easy. Yeah. Todd Monkins. It was like stealing. Lamar Jackson. MVP. MVP. It was yeah. awesome getting to chant that, too. That was the first for me. Yeah. And it was like, without... Removed all doubts. A, the really the only people in his way he has played in the last two weeks yeah. and has bested all of them. Destroyed. Yeah, it's... It's great to see. He's minus 9,000 on FanDuel for that 
So yeah, the odds agree. Away. The odds agree. Patriots at Bills. Moving into the rest of our Sunday slate. The Bills look like the midseason Bills that were six and six again. Josh Allen was bad. Right. Dealt with a stinger later. Bailey Zappi threw three picks. Did you see the little uh cut away to Mac Jones after the second? No, what he, was that about? He, he almost <laughs> gives no, like, I missed all like that. he like turns away really quickly, gives like a half smirk when it happens. Yeah. He's I guarantee he's a spiteful motherfucker. Uh just an ugly game. Patriots cover. Not really that exciting. The Bills are in a weird spot next week or mm. this Sunday because of it. But Falcons Bears. Yeah, Falcons Bears. Two franchises with two quarterbacks where it's kind of like what's going limbo. on. Limbo. Yeah, limbo. It's a limbo game. Limbo fuckder. Um yeah, I mean, tell me more about it. Well, talk about it. The Bears crushed the Falcons. They couldn't run on them. Heineke had three picks, I think. Mm. It just was an ugly game. You got to wonder if if Arthur Smith is maybe officially lost the locker room because that was what Arthur Blanket said. Like as long as he right has the guys fighting. He's going to keep his job, but they've lost three of four. And people have been talking. I mean, the chatter around his, you know, uh, employment, his remaining employment there has grown louder, I think. Quickly. Yeah. So, yeah, who knows? I mean, is Desmond Ritter? There's no chance. They have to try something else. I don't know what it's going to be. But, I mean, is it also like just getting your coach time? But there aren't coaches growing on trees, unless Kirby Smart wants out. And there's well, that might be one quick link. But there's going to be a lot of options this off season, and maybe Mike McDonald or Todd Bunkin. Yeah, I mean they got a lot of offensive talent, but if you don't have a quarterback, you're right. rolling the dice. But Justin Fields put another uh, good game in his column of reasons to stay in Chicago. They, like we said earlier, do have the number one pick, so they're going to have a big decision coming up. Uh, DJ Moore apparently very loudly advocated to the ownership that he's the guy. Oh, so, is that right? Does we'll he have see. like an inside track? He's got, he has the ear of the owner. They do. I mean, they work well together. Yeah. Like got to give him credit there. I think DJ had like well, nine and for like, I mean, if that's true, it's like, Yeah. Fucking go with what worked, and then you have a you have the number one pick. You can trade it for a bajillion picks. Like and you could have this team stack. And sometimes the obvious thing isn't the easiest thing, or it's like it doesn't it doesn't always have to be disgruntled teammates or fans or whatever. And this isn't to get into the Ravens again, but back when Harbaugh was like, oh, people at the end of the bar or whatever, and I saw a post it was like, how hmm. are people at the end of the bar? It's like. Pretty good because you guys basically did everything we were asking you yeah. to. It's like you got him receivers. We got rid of Greg Roman. It's like fine. And that's, that's all and, we and, wanted. That's all, and look at what's happened. It's yeah. like yeah. It's like sometimes if DJ Moore is like this is the fucking play. Maybe that is. Yeah, they they could have a really big stock up. They're playing great ball. I mean, if they don't blow games against the Lions or the Browns, they're in the playoff right, hunt right now. Right. Like, yeah. This game this week would have been huge. But <laughs> Bucky Fuller, man. Buyer's remorse question. Carolina. Yeah. Are you more upset about losing DJ Moore 
Who's been awesome? Are you more upset about drafting Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud? Or are you more upset about not having the number one pick this year? Because they have or you more lost upset this about, pick. Are you more upset about David Tepper losing his temper? That was hilarious. We'll just yeah. transition right and, on and, in. And just like pretty wild Down to tool. see an owner doing that. But And he's a piece of shit owner. He's a bad owner in the sense of like, Maybe he's not uh, Dan Snyder and, like, having a culture of fucking, you know, sexual harassment and losing. But he's a fucking loser. He's yeah. fired. He, there's been three coaches since he's uh, taken the reins as owner, and he's fired them all midseason. Yeah, it's crazy for uh, somebody. He's only been an owner for so long. He's apparently the reason they have Bryce Young and not C.J. Stroud. And I don't know what their record is since 2000, was it 18? 2018 or that 19? That sounds when right. One of those over. two. It's not been good, though. It's probably one of the worst in the league over that five or six year span. Um, just wild. And then to get the slap on the wrist, that is the $300,000 fine. It's like, this dude's the richest owner in the NFL. Yeah, right. Right? I wonder if... I think he's like the Steve Ballmer of the NFL, where he's just like... Even Jerry Joe, he's like, oh, I'm like way richer than Jerry Joe. Outside of Jones. maybe the Waltons. Yeah. He's well, a, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But they're yeah. like a collective. He's just like a single fucking entity. Dude, no whatever. kidding. Yeah. But it is wild because uh, it was about 15 years ago, Bud Adams, remember when he flipped off? He gave double birds, but he gave them to like the stadium. Oh, yes. The, I forgot about that. Slash like the field at large. He was fined $250,000 then. Yeah. Which I think is, A, what he did was kind of funny. He was yeah, also 90 years old or some I'd shit. I'd argue senile, sure. And I would, like, if someone gives me the middle finger, I'm like... I'm giving it back. Uh, I'll give it back, and it's like, I don't flip out. And that's why people on the roadways, oh, yeah. like, if you give someone the middle finger, some people will want to, like, chase you down, or, like, it's like, get over it. Like, that's like, fuck off. Yeah, like, maybe I'm I was an asshole. You maybe you an were an asshole. asshole. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's okay to be but an asshole. But throwing sometimes. a drink on someone is a completely different that's thing. That's assault, brother. That's a physical... <laughs> that's assault, brother. <laughs> that's uh, assault, brother. If I'm that fan, I'm grabbing, like, a little tiki... Uh, sword and like stabbing myself in the eye with it, but like I'm taking this motherfucker for all that yeah. they were. Or it's like I have been a recovering alcoholic for 29 years. Boom. He, he threw his vodka soda on me and I relapsed because he, he put that taste on my lips. Can you? <laughs> Just like any way you can be like, I now have 30 million of David Tepper's dollars. <laughs> There's a lot of <clears throat> lot of ways that can but, get swung. And his like apology or whatever was a non apology. Right. Like basically Guaranteed. Saying, it's one of those things, too, where it's like, to make that right, it's just be like, you know what, get that fan, get his family, get that whole section, and next week, or next year, whatever, it's like, they have the owner's box. I won't be around, they can see what it's like to be me. Hmm. Throw drinks. Well, it was in... Um... <laughs> It was in Jacksonville, so... Uh, well, right, yeah, but oh, that's, sure, that's the sure, thing that's sure. even wilder. But yeah, I mean, just, I'm talking about, that's the thing that's even just, Deontay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, and, well, it's crazy that that was out of a, a way game. So, yeah, like yeah. you expect any less. They laid an egg, though. But it's 26 also, nothing. It's like, you know, a lot of the times, you would think, I mean, a lot of those owner boxes are a little further away from the riffraff, uh... 
But there's also, it's like, I always thought there was kind of like some plexiglass or, they, or at least like a something. divider or something. Because you don't want to be down there with the bread and circus crowd, you know? Yeah, from from having sat in. They'll throw shit at you. Damn, especially <laughs> Tepper. Yeah, having sat in a few, there generally is at least like that little partition, you're right. So maybe, maybe just not in Jacksonville, but... Or they're just like, yeah, we <laughs> just assume one of our owners won't be won't throwing do fucking beers on people. <laughs> Not the case. I'm sure Tepper will be paying for that installation as well. <laughs> Raiders. It'll be hit. like, the, yeah, the Tepper glass. And it's like every, now every Ooh. stadium has, <laughs> it's like, it's like front row at hockey. It's a, isn't tempered glass a thing? Tempered glass. Yeah, I, exactly. I like, I like that Love that. Like that. Good, Not good. You. That was great. Rams at Colts, keeping it in the AFC South, at least partially. Aiden O'Connell wrapped up some big yards with Devontae Adams. Go figure, that works. Adams had like 21 targets, which is Mm. wild. But it wasn't quite enough. Jonathan Taylor looks good. Colts control their own destiny next week as a result of the whim. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Rams at the Giants. The closer this game, I loved the Rams in this game, and the closer it got, I was grew a little weary. That line sat at six and a half. Terod Taylor, mm. he's a scrappy motherfucker. Oh, yeah. We, we know him well. Know we him know well. Him well. Uh, Rams were up by eight late yeah. in the fourth quarter. Give up a 94-yard punt return wow. to the Giants. End up getting... Uh, the Giants go for two. They're unsuccessful. And the Rams ram on. Barely, because Mason, they had another chance afterwards. Are, Mason, do you think, I mean, there was there a, there a team, and, and I'll just say for me, I, I have high hopes for them. Me too. But do you, is that a bit of a, are you cautioned by what you just saw, what you just spoke about? Well, Matthew Stafford didn't look good, and that was concerning. Um, crazy, uh, or I don't even know if crazy is the right word, but fun story about that. So apparently the Rams social media account the official one last week had posted a story that Matthew Stafford is the only quarter or one of four quarterbacks to go through December with 10 or more passing touchdowns and no interceptions joining Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, and like Dan Marino or something, not knowing that he was playing on December 31st. So he threw two interceptions on Sunday to break that streak. They jinxed him. So I don't like that from them. I don't think the giants are that, that bad. So I'm not putting too much, I mean, it's also going across the country. Yeah, It's not, not necessarily a layup for them. So I don't think I'm putting too much into it. Kyron Williams still looked unbelievable. Three touchdowns. He tried to give a... He always gives the ball to his mom in the stands, or at least one. Yeah. Some asshole Giants fan came <laughs> yeah, in and, like, say. stole the ball from her, and she, like, fought him and got the ball back like there's like a viral video and Kyron's like on the field like yelling at the dude I've right I, what, for, what do you fucking do like you know that he does it so it's very premeditated seemingly as well yeah but what a move stay classy Giants you're going into the uh going into the offseason looking for a new quarterback upset of the week Cardinals at the Eagles and uh, I got a few Eagles fans in my fifth period class, so I had to show them a rubric today. When I pulled it up, I was like, oh, 
didn't mean to have uh, this last James Conner touchdown up here. Uh, well, I guess we'll watch this real quick before we get into the assignment today. They were none too pleased. Cardinals on the road across the country take out the Eagles. I've they're in trouble. Right. They're in big trouble. One of the rumors that I heard is that Nick Sirianni is one of the like not spoken of names on the hot seat going into this off season because of how they've played overall, but especially of late. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, they actually. I mean, this season, their record up to a certain point was probably better than it should have been. Fluky at best. But and now they've hit the skids, and especially when it starts to matter, and it's kindly they they kind of seem like. Um, lost right now, and yeah. not not much has changed. I mean, they still have the tush push. I mean, Kelsey's still there. AJ they're healthy. Brown, yeah, they're, I mean, they're so healthy. I don't. Jalen hurts. The secondary got old. They're underperforming. They tried to upgrade it with Kevin Byard. It's not working. Not enough. Jalen hurts has forgotten how to throw. He had like two picks and only like 169 yards or something. He's been awful. A.J. Brown's frustrated, yeah. rightfully so. I mean, I'm sure he's getting open enough. They don't run the ball. The Cardinals have like one of a, the worst run defenses in the league. DeAndre Swift had 13 carries. It's the questions are being asked. Was Sirianni carried by Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon? And very directly relevant to this game, both of those guys have those teams overachieving. Yeah. Like, it's very, very possible that that's the case. Right. They've got too much talent on both sides of the ball to be just collapsing. So keep an eye on that. Matt Patricia strikes again. <laughs> yeah. Who thought that was going to work? Um, really big win for Kyler Murray. We'll see if he ends up keeping his job. Yeah. Out. In the desert. 49ers at Commanders. Speaking of guys losing jobs, the Niners were up 10 nothing. They let the Commanders get it to 10 to 10, and then they pulled the leash back. Mm-hmm. Two interceptions on Hal in the second half. Really buried him one by 17, but Christian McCaffrey hurting his McCaffrey. So, yeah, and so now that they've locked up that number one seed, that's basically just now you got three weeks or like 21 days, 20, 20 days, 20 days until the next yeah. game to kind of have that resolve itself, which should definitely be enough. And that's a guy sure. where it's like, he may miss out on some stats this last game, but it's like once that calf heals up, which should be good to go in two weeks, then there you go. Yeah, I agree. It's a smart call. And again, just made that terrible refereeing in the Dallas game. Well, and there's a, a little good more post I saw. I don't know if he's a part of this, but I want to get to it while we're in the heart of the football discussion in case we've missed some players or there's the matches to come. Sure. But it was a it was a post I saw earlier about incentives that are out there. So in the last week of the season, or or a lot of people's contracts have incentives tied to performance. Oh, yeah, we love these stories. Yeah, these are great, and, you know, some will we'll key on uh, here. So, for instance, Odell Beckham Jr. 
needs 185 yards for a $750,000 bonus. Five catches will get him a quarter of a million. Two touchdowns will get him half a million. That's wild. And you probably would want to go for the two touchdowns. You could get just down there on the goal line. Yeah, whatever. Think, yeah. Maybe, oh, yeah, maybe. Um, <clears throat> Austin Eckler needs 110 total yards for a $100,000. I don't think he's going to hit that. He's been so bad. Tyreek Hill, whose home caught on fire today. Wild story. He needs 248 yards to set the record. He's not going to get that. I'll say that. Doubtful. Um... Let's see what else we got here. Geno Smith. If the Seahawks secure a playoff spot, he gets a $2 million bonus. Good for him. Yeah. All right. Well, he blew it last week. Yep. They could have had that in hand. Jadavion Clowney needs a half sack to earn $750,000. God, I don't want to see him on the field. But The Steelers are 31st in pass blocking unit. And he had a pressure against them in week five. So maybe he can get there, get himself a half sack. I think I would bet money on Jadavion Glenny getting himself a full sack. Better. And he's only, he hopefully only plays the first half. If even. <laughs> oh, yeah. If even. we I don't want to see many starters out there for long. Love those, though. And those are actually really good to know for uh, going into uh, that week 18 gambling, too, because they're yeah. definitely our guys targeted. In those situations, Titans at Texans don't have to talk about this game long. Uh, Will Levis got injured early, so we got stuck with Ryan Tannehill. CJ Stroud played it pretty safe coming back from his concussion. They didn't really need to do much. They won twenty six to three. It was as uh, unclose as it sounds. We talked about Geno blowing it against the Steelers. They were down seven. The Steelers just kicked a field goal to go up 27-20, to 20, if memory serves. About six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Mm. Tell me if you've heard this before. Yeah. Geno Smith drops back. A little bit of pressure. Strip sack. Mm. Two play, or uh, Four plays later, Steelers kick a field goal to go up 10 with about four minutes left at this point. And that was, that was it. At home, DK had a huge game. Couldn't get the run going much. It was... Not what we were hoping for. Let the Steelers uh, stay alive in the playoff race. And if so, what? And do we? I don't know. I mean, that's the interesting part about and the fun part about this season. I just can't have everyone's permutations in front of me. But do, if the Seahawks win, are they in? Like, is it as simple as Geno Smith gets two million dollars if the Seahawks win, or do they need someone? Look to at lose? yeah, with the Rams. Yeah, I think so. I think they would have been, mm. which is. Uh, uh, well, the Rams are also in at nine and seven, so yeah. there might be some tiebreakers, but yeah. seemingly, yeah, which is, you know, really bad on them. Uh, Mason Rudolph has the offense of uh, the Steelers, four hundred yards and thirty points in consecutive games hasn't happened since Big Ben. Yeah, I don't know if it was Matt Canada, maybe it was Kenny Pickett. <laughs> right, yeah. D all the Probably above. Probably not. Yeah, D all the above. Uh, Chargers Broncos. The uh, Broncos won. Yeah, Bengals at right. the Bengals at the Chiefs. Jared Stidham's Broncos. Jared, the very one, yeah. Mr. Stidham. Uh, Stidham, if you get him. <laughs> Bengals at Chiefs. The the Chiefs didn't look great. I don't know if they were playing it safe too. Yeah, kind of similar to um. Maybe to the they Texans. see this is the year they just get the troops ready for the postseason, but. They've not looked great no. all year. Six field goals. A lot of troubles, a lot of drops. Travis Kelsey's been three catches. a ghost of his former self. It's crazy. Really. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know what to what to say out there. But playoff football's different, you know, and that's why it's like once they get there, they're gonna be just as dangerous as they ever were. Yeah. Um same as it ever was. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, I trust my homes more than more than most mm-hmm. in the postseason. I also hated Jamar Chase still talking shit about the Chiefs after the game. Uh, you lost, man. Go yeah. to the all season. Yep. Shut the fuck up. Right. Sunday night football. <laughs> Meaningful game. At least in some capacity or another. It was more or less a winner goes home and the Vikings they started Brandon or Jaron Hall. They were hoping he was a spark. He was benched at halftime. Mm. It was bad. Jordan Love threw four touchdowns. He's had a great year. Yeah. I, I saw a stat last week that he's already had, uh, or this season for him is better than any Bears quarterback ever. Yeah, which is crazy, but that's uh, that's almost more of a commentary on the Bears and their quarterback situation of the last hundred years. For sure. But, but he, he didn't he, look that way Jordan in the first Love half. Jordan Love is staking his claim to being like, yeah, the from Brett's, uh, from Bart Starr to Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love, I mean, never has a if the Bears have never gotten the quarterback situation right, the Packers have always gotten. They have now almost never gotten it wrong. Right. Yeah, it's like, yeah, interesting. Yeah, some some teams got it, mm-hmm. some don't. But big win for the Packers. Oh yeah, they control their destiny going into next week. No escaping destiny. Also, shout out K.J. Osborne for having no catches. I needed him uh, to stay under 1.4 fantasy points. Yes. Nice win for me. About as clutch as I could ever ask for. Week 18 preview, though. Ravens at the Steelers. We talked about it earlier. We get the Brad Allen officiating crew, which is luckily not a uh, problem for us because it's a non-meaningful game. Yeah, fucking they can do their best to do their worst. But yeah, this I'm happy this game is a standalone on Saturday because if it was in the middle of a bunch of other games on Sunday, I don't want to miss a Ravens game, but this is that doesn't mean right. anything. It, it doesn't like, mean anything to our to the rest of our season. Yeah, so I'll outside have, of like injuries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't want to see Lamar. If we do, I want him to hand off the ball for a drive. Maybe yeah, I love two it. quick slants. Saturday afternoon. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Eat dinner during it. Hang out. Yeah. So I I think that Pittsburgh probably will win, but hey, maybe Tyler Huntley gets his revenge. Huntley's revenge. The night game Saturday. This game actually means a lot. Loser goes home. Texans at the Colts. The winner could yeah, and winner could very well take the division, here, right? Which right. is a wild story for both of these teams. Well, it's one of those divisions we we predicted this at the beginning of the season. We knew this one was going to be a knockdown, drag out final game of the season would decide it type thing. What do you think? You're going riding with the Texans. I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I think Devin Singletary is playing really well, so they actually do have a running game right now. Damian Pierce was terrible earlier in the year. C.J. Stroud's an X factor. I like. I love Gardner Minshew. Do right. Do, do, do. Yeah. I can't sing right now at all. It's not on the not on the chords. But um. But this isn't a him game. No, and I just don't think the Colts have the defense to stop Stroud. Stroud's looked vulnerable this year. Like we shut down Stroud, the Jets shut him down. 
Like he's, but the Colts don't have those types of that caliber defense. Not enough, or at least maybe not in the right places. Yeah, I, they've got they've got enough guys, but I don't. I just don't see it happening. I think it should be a competitive game. I don't think yeah. either team's going to roll. Yeah, over. I think so too. And 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 that's why you love the season ending with some divisional matchups because yeah. it's like these teams know each other. There's not going to be any curveballs here. This is um, going to be another great standalone game. Well, this yeah, one. yeah. I, I I think you're right. I think you're right. And I think we'll move into Sunday where the Browns go to the Bengals. Right. Browns have already announced their resting starters. Okay. So, for what and, it's worth. And, like, who? Uh, at least Flacco. Okay. <laughs> and I would uh, I would imagine with Amari Cooper missing last week, they don't care for him to play. I think. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, that's a guy you want going on there. but I think at this point where they're at in the playoff standings, I think they have the tiebreaker versus Buffalo, so they can't change seeds and they can't win the division. So why not get themselves straight? Garrett, yeah. Garrett's been banged up too. And that's the interesting thing about, about resting starters, and I don't know all the ins and outs of it. I mean, I, I do. I mean, you don't want anyone getting injured in a – a game where they don't really need to play. Correct. But there is something to be said about rest versus rust. I think that there's an argument there, and this isn't necessarily for playoffs in general, but yeah. I have this stat due to the Ravens, and this would also apply to the, the 49ers, obviously. But te- since 2005, teams that clinched the first round by and rested their starters are 11-13. and 13. And those that played their starters are twenty eight and eight. That feels right. Um, that feels right. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we saw it this year with baseball. Obviously, two totally different sports. But sure. Well, and, and much like the, what what was the stat? Was it the Ravens had the most road wins this year, or something like that? And the Orioles. It was something. There was a, the Orioles and the Ravens kind of mirrored each other in some their, anomalies their their wins outputs first yeah. time they've each ever won the... hopefully we don't meet the same fate no kidding no kidding um but i think the Bengals probably win this game they're probably playing with some incentives on the line yeah and for about nothing else jake browning's playing for pretty much job right at this point moving forward right. so I like to think and is that be... like a job somewhere else, or it's like you will now be the backup here for Joe? You're going to be the Jim Sorge, yeah, which kind of guy, which for him would probably be great. That's, that's, sweet. that's yeah. how you be. That's how you're a backup quarterback for ten years in the league, and you've shown you and, can be okay at it, and you can for not putting your ass out there on the line week in week out. You can eke out a pretty good living as Joe Burrow's backup. Damn for a right, decade. like yeah, I I don't think this will be a great game. Not even any kind of spoiler, but. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. Lions at Vikings. Detroit is probably stuck at the three seed now with this loss to Dallas. The Vikings aren't playing for anything. I don't I don't know if the Lions are gonna be starting. So this could guys. be like a preseason game. Pretty much. Yeah. However, gotta introduce the storyline. We got a little Cinderella script on the AFC Let's side of things. Yeah. But on the NFC side of things, if the season ended today. Matthew Stafford would be playing at Detroit in week one of the playoffs. I kind of want that. I want it all. I mean, that's a great I want it all. And I want it now. Because that's, it's not a no-lose situation because that doesn't exist as a fan. But that's at least one where you can be like, if it had to happen. Well, and 
Ugh. See, yeah, I guess. I, no, I that would be like that would be like Joe Flacco coming into Baltimore. Yeah, no, as I'm us. saying it now. But uh. was and I operate from the standpoint where it's like if I'm a Lions fan, it's like, hey Stafford, we love you and you were great here and we were bad, but you already left and got your Super Bowl. Fuck off. Our time. This is our fucking time. Our time. And we'll fucking shit on you. We'll fuck. What if and and really I. Think that'd probably be a pretty good game. That Rams should be an Lions. awesome yeah, game so, if we get yeah, it. Yeah, I kind of I'm pulling for that. That'd be fun. Yeah, if the Lions lose, I think it's pretty much guaranteed at this point. They would remain in that three that, spot. But that matchup and then would, it would happen. Just be, right. That would be what Correct. it would be. Yeah. So we will keep an eye on that. No word on who's playing quarterback for the Vikings. If it's Nick Mullins, I think this game could be fun. At least on one side. Uh, if it's Jaron Hall. Uh, it won't be Josh Dobbs. It, if it's Josh Dobbs, two <laughs> quarterbacks got hurt. <laughs> I can tell you that. Jaguars at Titans. NFC South is the Jags if they win. If they lose, though, and the Steelers win, they're out of the playoffs. Wow. So it's a must win for the Jags. Couldn't be. Mu- you couldn't can be. be yeah. the, so they can either win their division or miss the playoffs, mm-hmm. depending on what. They, so yeah, and we have a crazier one of those and, later that I'll get to. And and if you're thinking that way, it's like the the Steelers could easily beat the Ravens. You know, wouldn't be the first time even no, this season. No, no. <laughs> I love Nighty night, okay. sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Cool jammies. What are those penguins and and monkeys and mice? Wow, cool, very cool. Love you. Night. Uh, what were we on? Jags, Titans. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, 50, 80, 80, 80, 80. Okay, we're coming back in. Two. Yeah, so maybe the... Uh... Maybe the Titans play spoilers here. If the Jags win, I win a pretty nice chunk of money because I'll cash uh, a parlay on uh, division winners, and I'll also have them clearing nine and a half wins. So I'm I'm really hoping they get it done in this game, but I don't know. They have not inspired me with confidence nah. of late, especially if Trevor Lawrence doesn't play, which seems like he's probably not going to. Jets and Patriots missed this one. Uh, this is probably only worth watching if you want to see the Patriots try to continue their win streak against the Jets. Yeah, and it's like it's <laughs> and it's either Belichick's coaching for his job or he's sticking it to the Patriots. It's it's it, it has to be it's a binary option. Like one of those two things is what's going on here. I think he would really cherish taking the Jets out. He might never play the Jets again based on where he goes. Like, right. It'd be like, you, we beat you 19 straight times or whatever it is, and I fucked up their draft pick a little bit on the way out, no less. Like, awesome. 
I see the Pats winning. I have no faith in the Jets. Robert Salah should be fired. Not that I'm ever rooting for a guy to lose his job, but speaking of two guys who uh, could be losing their jobs this offseason, Falcons at Saints. Mm. New Orleans needs a win. Dennis Allen and Arthur Smith. <laughs> I I hate Dennis Allen. I don't know how he's lasted this long, but Arthur Smith has been truly disappointing. Wasn't really like truly disappointing. Was kind of nonplussed about him getting that job. And he showed well last year. Like he was stable esque, at least in terms of like hype. And like, maybe it's like the backup quarterback phenomenon, where it's like, oh yeah, you got one year, or you have like. Seven weeks of a year, and then nothing. You don't change, but then actually, it's like you you aren't that good. (laughs) It's definitely possible. I mean, the league adjusts. Uh, So Arthur Smith, this game is huge for him if he wants to prove that he deserves to continue coaching the Falcons. They can spoil the rant or the Saints' uh, season here with a win. They can also somehow. I don't have the playoff simulator in front of me, but they can somehow get into the into the postseason. By some fucked up route if they manage to pull this off. So, I I don't know if I see it happening. I think they I think they probably have quit. Taylor Heineke yeah. and Desmond Ritter are very bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, just to put it bluntly. So, they're just kind of reloading for the draft and next year. I mean, you got to... I still you said just, they were they were somewhere in the top five draft order, right? No, no, they're seven and eight right now. They're or uh, seven, seven and nine. Yeah, seven yeah, and nine. Okay. Yeah, they're yeah. they're going to be right in the middle yet again. A useless or even when they're in the top ten, they have to take fucking Kyle Pitts and Bijan Robinson. Like we don't go get, right. and those guys don't get any production in that offense. It's it's a mess in Atlanta. Hot Atlanta, hot mess Atlanta. Hot seat. Bucks at Panthers. Staying in that division, the other side of the coin. If the Bucks win, they're in. If they lose, they don't deserve any. Where near the playoffs. Baker's great on the road. We talked about that on, uh, I think it was three weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of been a trend. Yeah. We've been, we, we definitely discussed that. It's absolute anomaly. I think he's like 18 touchdowns to three interceptions. The Panthers are grade A American A on the road. In general, <laughs> <laughs> just anywhere. I uh, I'm curious if they even serve David Tepper for precaution. Right, like right. it's probably not good optics for you to have a cocktail, sir. No, right, <laughs> not, yeah. not a, it's the last week of the year. Like I understand it's been a long one, but <laughs> put it away. Uh, I do think that Baker should also be getting a little more look at for a comeback player of the year than he has because he's well, had a pretty solid year. Or out of nowhere, the Panthers shit on the box. They running it up shit on them. And then, in a tone-deaf way, David Tepper in the box and one of his lackey boys think they're going to be really funny, and he throws a drink on him, and he's like, oh, ha-ha, lay laughing up in chest. Or, like, pours it on him like a right. celebratory. Yeah. Uh, Boy. Just keep an eye out for uh, he, that, people. He is loathsome enough to do something oh, like that. Oh, <laughs> you kids at home, keep an eye out for that. I'll give you 20 bucks if that happens with a smile. <laughs> That's a 20 bucks well spent there. Mm-hmm. Bears at Packers. Talked a little about it earlier. I feel so bad for the Bears having blown games against Detroit and Cleveland over the last month and a half because this game could be a win and get in. And at Lambeau, given this very one-sided rivalry, that would be a very fun game 
because the Packers look okay, but the Bears look good. So they can still play spoiler. And Justin Fields is playing for a lot. I mean, he... Yeah. I mean, he's kind of like... If for you, his job. Yeah, at least in Chicago. Yeah, he's, but. he's playing. He's surely playing, I think, to stay in Chicago. But also, like, if he lays a stinker, then it's like, I don't know. I don't think a lot of teams are going to be wanting to take you on. Hey, Not as a project. Maybe him, as a backup. Send him down to Atlanta. Let yeah. him start. Sure. That'd work. Uh, but I think... I mean, Jordan loves playing good. This is going to be a good test for him. Bears have a great defense. I like the... Actually, I don't even know if I like... I think... I, I was going to say I like the under in this game, but I think I just flipped it. I think I like the over because mm. the Packers' defense is... We iffy. talked it out. Yeah. <laughs> you just heard a brainstorm in live action. Yeah. I think it's going to be a really fun game. Sure. I think it's going to be a good one. Justin Fields is going to get his. Jordan Love. I mean, he, they've got no receivers. Jaden Reed, Bo Melton... Was there a leading or something? Bo Melton. That's I, a name. I couldn't tell you anything about him other than his name. I saw that in the box scores. Huh? So, I'm curious to see what he could do with a full cast around him. Pick the over in that game. I don't know if I'm going to decide on a winner, but it wouldn't shock me if the Bears get it done. Mm-hmm. Broncos Raiders. Let's go, Raiders. We'd love to see Antonio Pierce get the job for Rich Passaccia. Yeah. For all the Rich Passaccias out right. there. But he's got, I mean, they they kind of, it wasn't a great week last week for them. Uh, he said, they were okay. You know, he, he should be trying to win this one. But, yeah, that's another one of those games where it's like, eh, I don't know, it doesn't matter. Very missable. Very missable. Eagles at Giants this Philly, right. Philly does have an outside chance at securing the division, so they're going to be... They're going to be playing to win. But that hasn't bared results. Right. Yeah. What does bared. that mean? You would presume they've been playing to win the last five weeks and have just done very little of it. I, uh, but is it the Tyrod Taylor Giants? I mean, I, I haven't been keeping an eye on the Giants as much lately since Tommy DeVito. It will be Tyrod. Oh, yeah, Tyrod. Yeah, what did I say? Tyrod. As we all did for a Tyrod, decade until yeah. he corrected us. Uh, but I couldn't have less. <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have less confidence in the Eagles defense right now. They are... Swish cheese. Yeah, yeah. They are. I don't. Mm. And that's the cheese with holes in it. That's good stuff. Put that on my cheesesteak. Nice. But I. Nice. That's this, a different flavor profile. And, and for you sure. may not even think about it, but the cheese can kind of change a thing. 100%. I'm add a, like a orange American on mine the other day. Well, it's in not, Philly, not they, they'll throw some cheese whiz on the fucking. Not my cup of tea either. Yeah, get nope. out of here. Yeah, and that's why you're rolling with the Giants. Ultimate spoilers: the Eagles just shit the bed. Let me get the Giants to cover five and a half. Five yeah. and a half. I don't know if I'll pick them to win. They never changed their diaper. We'll keep it within that same division. Might as well while we're here. It's all the matchups: Cowboys at the Commanders. This is it for Ron Rivera. I'd like to think it would be so insane if they kept him. <laughs> it would be one of the craziest storylines ever. Yeah. Um, but the Cowboys win, they clinch the division, which is huge for them because they'll get at least two home playoff games at this point, which we know they it's where they need to be. Yeah. So they're the biggest spread of the weekend. They're thirteen points right now. The commanders can't play defense. Yeah. So let me get the Dallas Cowboys. Seahawks at the Cardinals. Seattle needs to win and the Packers to lose to get in. 
Kyler Murray is kind of in a similar spot to Justin Fields, playing for maybe a live audition somewhere or another. This is not a layup for the Seahawks. No, this is but not it, but a layup for the Seahawks. And they I, need to get into that playoffs, get Gino that two million dollar bonus. I don't. I think the Cardinals are riding high. There's a part riding of me. High, Rainbow Walls. There's part of me that's gonna that thinks that maybe last week was their Super Bowl and they're gonna be. They're gonna be making love in the green yeah, grass. Like they're they're good. They'll get behind their ass this the week. stadium. But their collars playing good. That yeah, brown eyed girl. Chiefs at Chargers. I don't think Taylor Swift has blonde or uh, brown eyes. Maybe one. I wonder. Yeah, they're probably <laughs> green. They're probably hazel. Yeah, lighter, uh, lighter at least. <laughs> but the uh, the Chiefs have the division secure. I can't imagine that they are going to be playing many people or for long. Right. I think. And the Chargers are so gone. Yeah. Hate them. Hate them. I this game I don't think means anything. Right. And this is the game where it's like. Next season, we're like the Chargers versus the Chiefs in the regular season. The records, it's like, well, yeah, a lot of those wins have come when the Chiefs are yeah. playing. For Chase anything. Daniel started that game as shaky as the Chiefs have been this year. They're just moonwalking into the playoffs while the Chargers are already at home. Very, very much comfortable yeah. on the couch. Does Justin Herbert even make that trip? I mean, I know he's. Well, I probably, wouldn't. but isn't he, what, what, he? He had just had gotten surgery, probably. Yeah, right? he was he at their last game. Well, he was yeah. on the sideline okay, for the last yeah, game, yeah. so I'd imagine he'll be there. Yeah, but, all right. one more week. Team player. Yeah, yeah one more week. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Rams, Niners, Niners are going to be resting. The Rams probably will be too because they're pretty much locked into the sixth seed. So, like we said, Stafford first. Stafford going to Detroit. We're yeah, for it. we're pulling for it. Cowboys at the, we already talked about that one. I'm going down the list. So we're going to go to Sunday night football. The marquee matchup of the weekend. The last game of the regular season. The very one. And we talked earlier about how the. The Buffalo Bills. Or, yes, could go. Or the, um, who did we talk about? What seed? They're seeding, rather. The Jaguars could go from winning the division to out of to, the playoffs. To being out of the playoffs, yeah. The Bills could go from the number two seed to out of the playoffs. Wow. Because if they win, they would go to the number two and seed. And they would by, leapfrog the Dolphins. Because in the division. Right. With the time They have the head-to-head or something. Yeah. If they lose and the Jaguars and the Steelers win, they're out. Damn. Which is... The craziest these the, swing. The, the, these are the machinations we love this time of year. One one of the craziest swings, and I would love. And that's that. yeah, that's awesome. And see, that's what's great. And like like you said, it's like that's what that is. What's ultimately great about our our Ravens having the standalone game is like now I can expend my energy outside of that game to caring about how it's all going to shake out for these other teams. And so it's, yeah, it's really going to be a great. Weekend of watching. I'm excited to see it. I I don't want to play the Bills in the playoffs. I don't want them to make it there. I think they will beat the Dolphins. I think Tua hurt his thumb. Uh, Waddle's mm. not 100%. Bradley Chubb's out with a torn ACL. Xavier mm. Howard might not play. I don't know the extent of his injury. I think Javon Holland also left early Young last key. week. A lot of key guys. Yeah. So I hope I'm wrong. The Bills are so wishy-washy. I probably won't even bet this game just to enjoy because it should be a good game. It's a meaningful game, if nothing else. 
Yeah. Well, but did you say, yeah, wow, okay. Who do you got? I I think I'm going to ride with the Bills on that one. I, unfortunately. I, I just think they are a little more serious of a team. Josh Allen's better than Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Did you say Trevor Lawrence? I thought you mentioned earlier Trevor Lawrence. Or uh, uh, Tua. Tua. Oh, they're playing the Dolphins. Yes, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. oh but it's contingent on the Jaguars. Yes, okay. Yeah, depending but, but, on but, where they could fall. But Trevor fall. Lawrence may not play. So that's where I was getting. Uh, I was conflating a bunch of different things. Um, but let me say this: I still, and especially coming off of the utter beatdown the Ravens laid on the Dolphins, I still trust the Bills more than the Dolphins. And I and I, whether it be Trevor Lawrence or Tua, I trust Josh Allen more. I agree. Um, yeah, yeah. So I I'm agree. gonna I'm gonna say the Bills take down the Dolphins. In the final game of the NFL season this year, I would love to be wrong, but Doc, if I wanted to uh, get up a reserve seats for that game, three hundred nineteen bucks right now on SeatGeek, and that's for some of the cheaper ones. They could are could get it to two ninety nine. Could get it under three hundred dollars. It sounds like twenty bucks off. Yeah, just use promo code Chopping Lines, and that's as good as a twenty dollar bill in your pocket, and that's a nice dollar bill to have anymore when we were growing up there used to be commercials there was a a push to be like get rid of the penny it it costs more than a cent to produce a copper penny that's a fact and it's like you know right now it's like you know ones are good for buying lottery tickets and shit a five is still five and tens all right we can use it with a twenty dollar bill is the best bill you can have right now it's it's you can utilize it in so many ways it can knock out one whole purchase in one whole bill it can also be a number of different purchases so really i think keeping yourself twenty dollars is something you should be looking out to do take your destiny into your own hands chopping lines use that promo code on seeking We've been hyping that up for our divisional challenge this year. Unfortunately, we got to clap it up for you. It's over. It's over. It's all over but the crying. I was hoping we had a little bit of action going into this last week. But Mm. we got you in first place, Joe in second, and myself in third. And the season was wild. I mean, Joe had a lead for weeks there, and, and we got... We we tightened up me and him, and then in the last couple of weeks, Ted started down this stretch, and it was close. It really, was. I guess it really came down to last week. Is yeah. that what you would say? If you'd have slightly underperformed, it would have been live. But and there's just no chance of that ever happening. <laughs> Here we are. So we'll figure out my punishment. We got a little bit of time to figure out that punishment, and we'll uh, we'll let y'all know how that goes. Once we get there, but congrats, Doc. First time bringing down the divisional challenge. Someone had to do it. Someone had to do it. The inaugural. It's like when Gene Sarazen won the first Masters tournament in 1935. Right. I I like the this way, too. It was was easy as quick. Yeah. Something we could build on. It was fun, yeah. And it was kind of, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Lots Lots of track. Give us four teams to follow each week. Moving to the NBA, though. Mm Pistons broke their streak, twenty eight, and then straight. started it again. So yeah, why not? <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's try to top it while we're yeah. here. But but that's good. We saw the streak and and and, and all right, that's fine. That's gotta no, be I, so demoralizing. <laughs> there was whatever. As, there was a 
line or something where it was like, oh, and they could go there. For, the, for them to go, oh, and whatever, it's just like, we knew that wasn't happening. But losing 28 games in a row, that was that's it, tough. right? That's yeah, pretty that's fucking tough. hard. That's as hard to do as, that's much harder than winning one game. There's not many, sure. there's a short list of things I can do 28 times in a row. <laughs> winning or losing a basketball game. Wild. But like you said, lost to the Rockets by 23 two days later, so they're back to form. I think they play tonight. We had a big trade up in the Northeast. Yeah. The New York Knickerbockers traded R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel quickly to the Toronto Raptors for O.G. Anumbi. Kind of a... Kind of a mixed trade among Knicks fans from what I've been reading. Yeah. A lot of people seem to think they got fleece, but a lot of the experts are kind of saying they traded offense for defense and that that was where the Knicks really sorely lacked and this could end up being a net positive. But I think they're 2-0 and since picking them up. Mm. So seeing some immediate results, it'll be interesting to see how that works out. But it's rare that you see a interconference trade like that too. Two teams yeah, that are normally you want to ship those people away so you don't have to deal. Like you're not trading into competition. Yeah, I got to see them in the first round of the playoffs. And talk about a way to fully be exposed on your front office doing some bonehead shit. No so, kidding. Oh my god, that person we had four months ago. That makes sense. for R.J. Barrett. <laughs> right. He's not, he's become what? Yeah, interesting trade. Rare that we uh, nice rare midseason trade for us mm-hmm. to talk about. Uh, standings in the NBA, Celtics still atop the East, the T-Wolves still lead in the West, but Celtics dropped to the Oklahoma City Thunder right. last night here. They're second in the West, they're just lingering, creeping. They Turns out if you stockpile 40 draft picks in the NBA, you can probably assemble right. a good team eventually. Well, and we there was a lot of time spent talking about Victor Wembanyama and the Spurs, and they're five and twenty-eight. Bad, all the way at the bottom of the West. Yeah, and you, we were expecting more out of that, but I guess growing pains. I don't know. They got to get him a. They're point a bad guard team. Yeah, there. they're a bad yeah, team. Like he that. Uh, and he's still figuring it out. That but, like little step around dunk that Jaw put on him last night was yep. rude. Yeah, rude at best. Baseball side of things, the main story this week has to uh, revolve around a one Wander Franco. The police showed up at his parents' house and a house registered in his name in the Dominican Republic over the week was not present at either. Mm. Uh, Eventually turned himself in to the police and was interrogated and ultimately uh, arrested or detained, maybe being the correct word. For whatever reason, some speculated initially that it was for the failure to appear for summons. Wow. But now, uh, word has gotten out that the mother of the minor has also been detained. Uh, oh, wow. Possibly a knowing party within this situation may be deemed a, uh, what's her, accessory to the crime. Wow. Like she was uh, well aware of all of it this. It seems like it. And I didn't know that also, the, I was reading the story, he's married so, wow. dude's 20, has 160 mil coming. Is, ma- is married. Is all, whether he's married or not, he's living in Florida in the Dominican Republic with 160 mil in the bank. And a 14-year-old and girlfriend. banging a 14-year-old. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Uh, so, it seems kind of like, based on what's happening law enforcement-wise down there, that it's 
not good. Yeah. For Mr. Franco. Yeah, uh, that doesn't sound too good. Writing was uh, kind of on the wall without the devil or, or the the rays rather reacted to their one-time star players allocations. So it's going to be a tough off season for them. Saw a great meme the other day too, kind of making fun of the Rays. It's like the cheapest team ever that trades all their stars as soon as they're out of arbitration. Finally gives two hundred million dollars to a guy, and he <laughs> blows it all up. Bangs teenagers, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, what are the odds? Terrible luck. So, not good. Not good stuff down there in the DR. Not good. NHL side of things. Not a whole lot to report there. The Avalanche now stand alone among the Central, the Canucks, Bruins, and Rangers still leading their respective divisions. Caps are uh, hanging around 18, 11, and 6 overall. They're 1, 2, and 1 since we last spoke. Hoping to get producer Joe back on here soon. Maybe a mid-season update for us. See if he can uh, squeeze it in, squeeze it into the old college schedule. We'll see what happens. But... We missed you, Producer Joe. We know you produce all these, so hopefully you hear this message. Also want to give a quick shout-out to uh, Caitlin Clark. I don't know if you saw her shot last night against Michigan State, but she's a fucking baller. Yeah. She's a baller. And set the assist record, I believe, in that same really? game. Yeah, so she's not just a shooter and a scorer. She also is a facilitator. Yeah, she does Yeah, it she's all. great. Yeah. Step back from the fucking logo. At the buzzer, beats Michigan State. Love seeing Sparty lose at anything. Mm-hmm. So, she is very, very good at basketball. Shout out to her. Soapbox side of things, though. I came a little more prepared this week than I have of late. Had a lot more time uh, over winter break. So, that was that was definitely You welcome. were boxing some soap. Uh, boxing some soap. So, my first one came from last night. Forgot to turn the ceiling fan on, and even mm. though the house, or even though it was like 30 degrees outside, you need that on. Yeah. That air's got to be like moving in, in the bedroom. bedroom. Yeah, bedroom. Yeah, the general yeah, hall. Yeah, the yeah. Like you I, need, and I'm just a fan of air moving around. Yeah. No, me yeah. too. I, it's still air. It gets hot. Like, yep. Got to have that. I, You know, and God forbid I got gas, then I'm suddenly I mean, how am I supposed to shit myself when I'm sleeping? That's, you know? Or at least have to, let me not have to deal with the smell so yeah, immediately. Uh, so that was... Big mistake. Not going to repeat that again. Thought maybe, you know, the temperature would even that out. No, doesn't happen. More blankets, more wind. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Pineapple over the break was uh, having some, put uh, in the food processor, some bl- uh, some pineapple would squeeze in some lime in there, pop in a little tequila. Mm-hmm. Really good. It's an elite fruit. Really good flavor. Oh, yeah. Really good flavor. Really slept on it. It's, it's very inconvenient. Uh, granted, so that's probably why it slept on. It yeah, probably yeah. why it slept on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, delicious flavor that really cuts that um, that tequila taste though. Can't speak highly enough of that. And then my last one is um, has to do with a song I've had to hear so many times over the last two weeks. Being home with Selena over break, which great times, holidays ruled. Um, lots and lots of fun. She yeah. had a, she really enjoyed herself. But I've had to hear "Baby" by Justin Bieber. So, is that the that's her, her uh, session? She, that's the song of the of the moment. Yeah, man. she just walks around, baby, baby, baby. Yeah, uh, just and then like, and I'm sure it gets played enough. also. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so, no, that's where I I got a lot of spins. Um, but you know, I'm a lyric listener. 
I try to break down songs. I love to make fun of country music as a result. It's horrible lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ludacris being in the song by Justin Bieber called Baby. Yeah. Came out in 2010. Ludacris was 33. <laughs> rapping uh, about, rapping yeah, out, right. falling in love on the playground. And he's... <laughs> and so like, what? When, where's Ludacris been? He was once a staple of our, you know... Love Ludacris. Love Ludacris. It just was great verses and great songs. And, I, I mean, he got into Austin acting Powers. or whatever. But, yeah, then... He's not been heard of in a while. Hope well, he did. Uh, he did paraglide into the uh, Falcon Stadium a few weeks ago. Oh, if you, exactly. if you recall, yeah, that. or like ah, a bungee jumping. Yeah, no, that's worth that looking at. Great. It's Chris like Chris Bridges, also known as Ludacris. It's like the one game they've won over the last month, and he like bungee jumped from the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> so X Vector. Yeah, X Vector. But yeah, uh, just kind of a weird appearance. I'm sure he got paid guap. But when I would like, I hear that verse and it hates me, or I hate it because I like Ludacris and I don't want him to be <laughs> rapping shitty, right? Like he does for that. And then yeah. I'm like, you're singing about falling in love on the playground when you're 33, right? <laughs> like, it's like, with, I'm just talking about the good old days. It's like, well, don't. I, I get, yeah, <laughs> that's like, weird. There's better things to rap about. You can make yeah. your money elsewhere. You don't need that money. That's funny. But yeah, came uh came with a little more, some more substance than others. A lot on the mind. Yeah, those are mine though. Yeah, I don't have. Yeah, my soapboxes have been running dry. Maybe I'm just in such an equalized place. I've reached such an equilibrium that nothing's getting to me. An impervious armor. Worst places to be. But just a shout out: the uh, PGA golf season starts officially this week. They're playing the Century Tournament of Champions down at Kapalua. In Maui, sunny Hawaii. And I think pretty much all the big names are going to be there. So that's something to keep an eye on. Now that, you know, there's less football going on. The football season's now, in the sense, becoming streamlined. Yeah. More Monday night games. Or Thursday. Or Thursday. Or Thursday. So it's just kind of bing, bang, boom. You get Saturday and Sunday and soon just Sunday. Um, so yeah, kind of going to keep an eye on that. See what Scotty Scheffler and Spathy and all those boys are up to. Yeah, check the form of the guy. It's got to let us know. It's exciting stuff. Hopefully we can get some decent weather soon and uh, a little link action in. Long overdue. Long overdue. No doubt. But that's it. Episode 76 in the book. A lot of football. A lot of football. We got one more. Super heavy week of that coming up. And then we got Yoff's playoffs are uh, yeah, right on the doorstep. Great things ahead. Good times. Make sure we're keeping up with the, uh, the blogs. Got the uh, not going to do any fantasy this week. I don't really generally address the last week of this season. I know some teams play that, but yeah, not my style. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about each game, though. We'll review it afterwards. And we'll uh, let you know what we think of each team. Going into the off season, mm-hmm. some more than others. We've got some good stuff on the blog coming up, breaking out of our uh, routine that we've been in for the last 18 weeks or so. Oh, yeah. But we appreciate y'all coming on again. Hope y'all had a happy new year. We can't wait to spend 2024 with y'all. It's Chopping Line. Chopping Line now. Chopping Line now. Chopping Line now.